so the NBA Finals uh, and the NHL Stanley Cup Finals are in full swing, so we're going to start this episode off where you would think with United States women's soccer. The United States women kicked the shit out of Thailand today, 13 nothing. And there's people in the soccer community... That should be in the Yankees now 10-3. And there's people in the soccer community really, really upset by this. Because after it was like 7 nothing, the United States poured it on more. And then their celebrations got even more emphatic. What were they doing? I, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't catch one. They were running around the field, sliding, screaming. I even mean, when they were up like 8 nothing. Yeah, good for them. They deserve it. I mean, Thailand, score a goal. Yeah, but they're Just garbage. Lunch. They oh, got sure. there. This is the World Cup. How does Thailand even qualify for this? How many women's World Cup teams are there that, that Thailand's in this? There's probably a lot. Don't don't put that on the wood. Okay. There's probably a lot. Australia. Trish, Trish what do you think? I don't know. I feel like pretty much every country that has a World Cup team for men, they'll probably have a World Cup team for women. See, I don't think so. That's a like really Iran? stupid statement. Yeah, they definitely have a women's team. Yeah, They're probably sure. not very good and didn't qualify. Or they have a women's team that six men play on the team and they still lose. That's the that actually for the that actually happened. They got in trouble for that in the Olympics. I know yeah. that I didn't know. Yeah, so I mean, I'm sure every single country has a women's team. If they have an Olympic team, Tony, they have a women's World Cup. Team. Yeah. But how many have an Olympic team? Strange countries are very good at women's soccer. Like really strange countries. Like America. We're good at it. Australia's good at it. Japan, China. Canada's decent. You gonna watch any of the Women's World Cup, Kyle? That's a that's a huge betting thing if you want to go that that route. I don't bet though. Yeah, I know, but I'm just I allegedly for, for allegedly there's a guy your, that I know. Your friends who bet. Yeah, that, that could be my huge buddy, for them. My buddy, I'm really close with. Big gambler took women's uh, USA women's team over five and a half. Oh, and they hit that, and I think uh, the thirty-something minute, fifty-second, five. They got in fifty. Fuck, man, Thailand is garbage. Just at listen, I don't know what they're like in most sports because Thailand's usually not at the front of the sports world in any sport, really. But uh, women's soccer. Hey, man, boxing. They were on. They were on top for a little while. Oh, what? Manny Pacquiao. He's Filipino. Oh, that's my bad. <laughs> Wow. And it was only one guy. They had wow. nobody else. It was just Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Uh, just, okay. We haven't been on in a week. Yeah. Things that have happened since then. KD's came back and is now done. All right, P. He's dead. All right, he he's tore his Achilles. I don't he think died. he's dead. No, he died. After well. doctors said there was no concern at any type of long-term injury to his Achilles or calf, he walks out there and in the first quarter tears his Achilles. What a career. He's not. He's not done for his career. He'll He's be done. fine. He'll be fine. The fact that some teams is probably still going to be stupid enough to offer him a max contract here in free agency. He might miss the whole year. Hashtag. Yeah. The Knicks going to. This is a very Knicks thing to do. The Knicks are not going to. The Knicks are going to tank again. You heard it here first. Why would the Knicks they tank are going to sign him for too much because money? Because we're not going to be good. How long can you possibly keep tanking? As long as it takes. It's going to take forever then because you guys are going to be terrible. I'd rather, forever. I, I'd rather just not give Kemba Walker and Tobias Harris the max contract. Oh, they're way too good to be next. you got to give it to Terry Rozier and Marcus Morris. The Kemba Walker and Tobias Harris That's would not love a bad to play thing. for New York. What? Anyone would love to play in the big market of New York, man. That's not That's true. Not a bad Why would you want to play? They're not even the best team Why would you want to play for one, for one of the top two most fucked up franchises right now? One. 
Two, the Knicks are terrible. Why would anyone play for the Lakers right now? That's even more fucked no up. No one wants to play for the Lakers right exactly. now. Exactly. The yeah. thing, the thing is with the Knicks, Brooklyn's like There's right no there. Point. The Lakers People are, are the Lakers and Knicks aren't Bro- fighting over Brooklyn things. Brooklyn is They're a more attractable stocks. location right now than the Knicks. Yeah, so it's they're not gonna even get close. Kyrie. There's, they only have so many, much cap room. They have two max they spots. Can't, they can't possibly get all the free agents. Is what I'm saying. That's well, how it's gonna that go. That doesn't mean people want to go to the Knicks. Jimmy Butler to Philly. That's gonna happen. Kemba Walker is not gonna stay in Charlotte. We already know that. He Where's said he it was their go? top priority. He's not gonna go to why Charlotte. Would he, why not? Jordan's not gonna give him 190 million. Why not? It's hard to give. Who else is he gonna give max. it to? That's not the Supermax. That's just the Max. No, not for Supermax is, is he eligible Kimba, for Supermax? Yeah, he got, and that's 231. Kimba, it's not 190. Oh, so even, more, even worse. Why would they not give him the Supermax? He's an all-star. He's one of the best point guards in the league. If you give Kemba Walker the Supermax, your franchise is going to be so handicapped for the next couple of years that you will not sniff the playoffs. They were not even able to make the playoffs in the East. This year, the East is like a better conference than the West right Ooh. now. What are you talking no. about? The Magic made it. Magic were okay. The they Hornets weren't that good. Were thirty nine and forty, and they were one game like and forty one, and they were one game out of the right. playoffs. I say the top teams in the East compared to the top teams in the West. That's what I should say. Still, Rockets, Warriors, Nuggets, those like those could go like Raptors, uh, Bucks, Sixers, Celtics. Celtics, no, no. All right, uh, I, yeah, I'm just saying. Stop. That. All right, Paul Pierce. By the stop. way, I am a Celtics fan, and if they don't make the right moves in free agency, me and my buddy. We've decided we're going to be Maverick fans for the year and see how that plays out. Interesting move. Great, great fan over here. Changing teams. You got to follow a player and see how that goes. I'm telling you, that's the way to go. I did follow a player and they shit his pants. (laughs) Paul Pierce was my favorite favorite Celtic of all time and asked me how that worked out. Someone asked me. Terribly. The guy fucking shit his pants. Whoa. and lied about it. If any team was smart, they would not offer KD a, su- a max contract coming off an Achilles injury. I'd give him like a one-year prove-it deal. I think Golden State might keep him. It's I not. Really it's, I don't think he wants not, to go back. It's not Golden State's decision to keep him. It is a player w- option. I don't that think he, can he wants to go do. back. I, I think now he will, though, just to rehab. If they're going to give him that money, he's going to be in a safe system. Like this, He can rehab and then go back there's, for an easy ring. Like There's, Cousins a, there's a danger there. Because if he signs a max contract now and he doesn't play 100%, then he's still got the money. But if he rehabs in OKC, plays the back half of the season, and he's half of what he was. Let's say he's half of what he was and he can't command a max contract in free agency, then he's missed out on money. There's money there. There's going to be at least three teams that are going to be willing to give him that max contract. It's going to be the Nets, the Knicks, and the Clippers. I don't think the Nets are. Uh, they're one of the teams still interested. I don't. I don't know. So if they the Lakers. Would. I think the Lakers would. I think the no. Lakers. No, I don't think. The I think Lakers the Lakers would. would. I don't think the Lakers were ever the Lakers need to win. Do you think he'd want to play? No, there's no shot he'd want to play with LeBron. Literally, yeah, I don't think he would. I think right now it's not about where he wants to play. I think he's just gonna follow the money. Because this might be his only shot at this. You don't know how he's gonna come back. Nobody's really came back full after this injury. I feel like Durant though, his game, like you know, like just him being so tall. I don't think his shooting's gonna go away. You know, his athleticism might, his ability to drive, but his ability to get open. Nah, but he's so mm. tall. That's what I'm saying. Like he's, he's like six ten. He has handles like a guard. I think he'll still be able to get open. Yeah, he's so long. He can just like shoot over pretty much anyone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's still. I think. I think honestly, if he does it the right way and rehabs. Truly, and then comes back and doesn't rush. I think he'll be back to the point that he's at now. But if he doesn't, and he rushes, then he's screwed for the rest of his career. I, I don't think he'll ever be 
the same Kevin I mean, Durant again. He's not that. He's not a young man. We all saw how we looked last though. night. Though. How old is he? Thirty. He's thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought he was like twenty-eight to be honest with you. That's kind of old for a basketball player. He's like now he's na- yeah. now he's, he's a basketball player. Now he's a basketball player who will be coming off a torn Achilles, missing a year. No, of his I'm prime. agreeing with you. I'm saying, but if he doesn't, if he doesn't do it the right way, he's fucked. It, I, I think it's going to come down to a financial decision. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but here's the thing. I think if they want to be smart, I think a team gives them like a one-year prove-it deal. Yeah, but there are teams that just aren't smart. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the Knicks like are the not Knicks, smart. The Nets and the what was it? And the Clippers. Like it, it could come down to. And the Lakers. The, the, the choice Lakers could be a hundred percent chance you get the money now, or a fifty percent chance you get the money after next season. And he's got to take the money now because the Knicks are going to throw it at him because the Knicks don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and then that, you're going to be dealt with. That franchise has just become a joke. And let's say that they sign KD to a max, and he comes back, and he's not the same KD. He's dog shit. The Knicks are dog shit, and it's. I think honestly, just best, I think his best opportunity to really make a push for a championship run is try is is the Nets trying to have him sign him and Kyrie. I would have said that three days ago. I don't know. I don't. I just don't know how he's going to come back from this. This is the toughest injury there is to come back from. Yeah, back in the day, this used to end. ACL. Yeah, but this might be worse. Achilles. I mean, you yeah, saw how it affected bad. Kobe. You know, when he tore his Achilles, never was the same after that. He was also really old, though. He was he, he was thirty-four. That's like, only, only a four few years, years older than yeah, KD. But he's, yeah, but he's played longer than KD. Yeah, no, they probably played about the same. Yeah, because KD got drafted out of high school. No, he got drafted out of Texas, right? Yeah, it's about the same thing. But still, I still think the difference is that. KD and Kobe aren't the same type of players because Kobe, I feel like, would drive to the basket a lot more, and I feel like he's already had that wear and tear. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel like this has actually kind of been like a nagging thing, though, for Durant. Like, this calf injury, I was looking at, like, highlight videos of the 2017 finals run, like, you know, when the the first time around uh, against the Cavs, when uh, Kyrie left in the offseason... Do we still believe this was originally a calf injury? No, it was an Achilles injury, but then like all the like you can't you can't do both, but like once you tear your Achilles, it's like it goes up the line. No, 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 but back in when he got hurt against Houston, they said it's a calf injury, there is no damage to his Achilles. That's what they said. I don't think that's true. I don't know that's what I think. I do not think that's true. I think that was said to give off the impression that he can play again this playoffs. And not to hurt his free agency value. That's what I think, maybe too. That's I why think he sh- made a stupid decision coming back in this game. Probably wasn't a full tear though back then, at least. It, it, I think it was just a strain back then, mm-hmm. an Achilles strain, and then right. He but tore why would you it, risk yeah, last it? night? Down three-one. Yes. Got to win now. He wanted to play. He wanted to play. Don't, he did. Don't let that be confused. Like, no, I know he wanted to play. It was just a stupid. Let's say this is a three-one series the other way. Katie's not cleared. The doctors don't clear him. No, yeah. no, no, no. But this is, but it was, but as you just said, it's a different situation. They needed to win, and they needed that spark. And he, he gave him that spark. He was three for three, from three, and he was, he was money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then, obviously, I mean, it was really, really sad that it happened. Um, and also, another thing about that is when the Toronto fans were booing, that was just a really bad look. That was opinion. just for like a moment, though. Yeah, but that's just that's just a bad look for the city and the I, fans. I don't it's think it's unacceptable. They were. Uh, I don't. Like, I I don't believe it's unacceptable. I don't think there's a market in the country where you wouldn't have seen that. They went a bit. The original far, though, thought is. Yeah, they did go a little. He's bit down, far. and they then were, once the once you saw the actual seriousness of the injury, the tone changed in the arena. That's because Kyle Lowry was like telling them to stop. Yeah. The tone changed in the arena because Kyle Lowry was telling them to stop. 
but it's not like they the tone still changed. There's not a, a sports. There's not a fan base that they, every fan base would have done the same thing. Listen, everyone. I don't, I don't think so. They were heckling Maybe for like Sonya a second. Curry. They were like like calling out Steph's mom, and they were doing all that's sorts fu- of that's, that's, stuff. That's, that's, that's fine. fine. That's everyone does that. Time. But no. like an injury's different. In, no, in general, though, I'm just saying they were being obnoxious as hell yesterday. So it's not just well, like yeah, uh, but name a name a team like a fan base that will be in the finals and not be obnoxious. Not to this extent. The I'm saying they were. There's vid- there's videos in Jurassic Park. Yeah, in the is it, aren't of, the Pacers like, the one who had that fan banned for life because he said some racist shit to? Uh, no, that was the Pistons. That was the Jazz this year. That was the Jazz. That was yeah. the Jazz. Oh, I'm also talking about the Pistons when the Mouse and the Palace when Ron Artest played bad on the Pacers. Too. I, I'm a fan who's celebrated another player getting injured before. Tony Romo went down with a back injury. Oh my God, the Giants have a chance to win the division. I Giants celebrate. All, Giant fans are scumbags. Every, I think every fan. When Tom Brady went down with an injury, I think everybody I was in the AFC at, was celebrating. I was at that game. Wait, no, was I? No, I was at the game that Jimmy G first started. Never mind, I take that back. Look, I wouldn't. Like, here's the thing. I can get rooting for like, okay, way, Romo hurt his back. He's gonna be out for the rest of this game. We have a chance to no, win I, this game. No, he was out. I, even when he was out for the season, I was like, okay, good. He's out for the season. But when it's like something like this, where you know he was already out for a month, this was a serious injury. You gotta assume that this crowd, like of fans in Toronto, knows who Kevin Durant is and the circumstances around him. This is a serious injury. Why are you cheering this? You saw him limping and then like I think you get caught up in the walk. emotions they of your did. own they team. They did. They cheered it and said, "Oh boy, look, our finals chances just went and up." They waved goodbye to him as he was walking. Did you see like That was one out? fan waving yeah. when they they gave him a standing yeah. ovation going then, off the court. And then there's footage in Jurassic Park in the courtyard of all of them cheering as they like see him limping even more. It's like ridiculous. They cheer even louder once they see that he's actually Well, they hurt. don't care so much as the injury. I mean, they know it's bad. They do care, but not as much as the chance of, oh my God, our team might win our first championship yeah, yeah, ever. Th- I don't think this is a big deal I, at all. I, I get it. It's heated the moment, but like at the same time... You just I gotta get, accept it. At the same time, I get like why Kevin Durant and the Warriors are all pissed because who wouldn't be pissed in that moment? Oh, you'd like, be pissed about booed, it. Being booed, but like that. And if that's why they, that fire was lit underneath Merwin, them, and you saw Kawhi, that comeback. Kawhi tears his ACL in Oakland. Oakland's fans have the same react. Uh, Golden State fans have the same reaction. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, honestly, like it's kind of like deja vuish. Honestly, like just uh, it, the. It feeling. would be the same thing anywhere. I, this isn't a big deal. It, it was way overblown. I mean, at the time, obviously, like, I think they did it a little bit too much, but I do understand what once you're saying. Realized, no, listen, listen, I know, but I do I know, understand I what you're saying. It's like, once they realized, they're like, oh, shit, he's yeah, like, actually in Once they realized... That, I think it was more like they maybe thought, like, oh, like, he tweaked it, like, maybe he'll come back. There was a KD chant around the arena as he was led off the court. Was it really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I didn't know that. I don't think so. No, there was. There's oh. video of it. You can say for the second that they didn't have much respect for him, but they still chanted his name and they gave him an ovation. They understand that he's a great player, and it's they know the severity of the injury. They didn't know for that one second. Yeah, it, it, it when he first went down, it could have been oh look, he tweaked it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, or he's at least out for this game. Not no, I agree with you, but yeah. I mean at the time it was a little. I think there was a little bit excess cheering, but eventually they said like oh shit. And then Boogie Cousins blew it way out of proportion uh, after the game. Yeah, he was running high. Steph Curry, I believe, had had the right reaction to it. What do you guys think of Bob Myers and his reaction? Crocodile tears. You think you don't think that was that at all genuine? That's the worst fake cry I've ever seen. Yeah, that was bad. That wasn't a real cry. I I don't know, man. That was a terrible dude. He was like. (laughs) 
it, like you could tell it was like, and then he like forced it out of him. You could tell that was a fake cry. He was crying because his team has just lost a very. It's oh. his team's percentage to win the final just went down by a ton. It just makes you like think like who's responsible for like him playing? Do you think it's more Durant? It's KD. Do you think it's Durant deciding, hey, I want to play no matter what? You think they tried to stop well, him? Well, just look at his because quote. Clay was stopped. They stopped Clay, Clay from playing when they thought it was going to be harmful for him hurting himself. Yeah, but the series wasn't three one. Yeah, but just look at look at Katie's quote after he got taken out of the game. He said it killed him inside to leave that game because he wanted to help his team and he wanted to be there for them. He's like, those are my brothers out there, and I need to be there for them. And then he's like, but to see them win that game made me so proud. Like, it actually helped me a little bit inside because he was literally dying as he got carried off that court because, well, think about it. Like, you're, you're, you're there again. I know, like, a lot of people think, oh, you know, they've been there so many times. It doesn't even matter anymore. It still matters to these players when they get there. It's still the finals. The, the score reported earlier today that uh, players on the Warriors knew that KD wasn't 100%. Yeah. They, I, they knew it in pregame shoot-around. He was not 100%. <laughs> Everybody knew it. I feel like KD knew he wasn't 100. He yeah, just, but that had to have been on him. He had to have been, like, play me. Yeah. Oh, he definitely went up to the doctors and said, listen, clear me. The I doctor said, we're going to clear you, but it's yeah, be we're careful. on you if you want to play. And you saw it the first time he came out of the game. The first thing they did was put ice on his ankle. That was the first thing they did. And they wrapped his ankle up and iced it. Yeah, well, they knew what it was. They, they knew exactly what it was. It, it's like in uh, football when they say a lower body injury or an upper body injury. They never really want to tell you exactly where the injury is because then sometimes you'll have those players that'll go right for the no, injury. I, I don't believe this was ever a calf injury even from the beginning. That's what I'm saying. They were trying to cover it up by saying it was something else. Like Taylor Hall, we had no idea what was wrong with him for six months. Because... He still hasn't started skating. Uh, <laughs> KD, he knew the risk. Yeah, and It was a valiant effort going out there and trying to play through it. It really was, but... He knew I, the risk, and if it hurts his wallet, it's on him. I give him a ton of credit going out there anyway, like playing as well as he did, you know, even 75%. Oh, he came out he looking was. fine. He came out looking great, man. Do you think the doctors made a right move in clearing him? Uh, I don't think you it can was say game, that. It no. was game on the line, you know. They, they won without him, though. I feel like that was kind Barely. of them being motivated. Yeah, yeah no, they, they were definitely they had definitely got a spark fired up under their ass. When you see one of your guys go down, it kind of gives you that extra oomph you need to yeah, like we gotta get out there thing. and start killing people because you're upset your guys out. Yeah, but don't forget, KD still had 18 points in the 11. time he played. Yeah, he had 11, 11 points. He had 11. 11 points. 18. Three for three from three. Which still contributed, and they only won by a point. Yeah, so you can make the argument he played a very valuable part in winning this game. You can say game. even in injury, he has a it major effect. a fast effect. start. He has a great effect on the team. It's always it's positive. It sucks, but he's out for the series yeah. and most of the next season. If not now, all. Has anybody gotten got a notification about an MRI confirming that? No. No MRI. Because I heard yet. he was supposed to get one before he left Toronto. He flew to New York today, actually. Oh, so he flew to his own doctor. Yeah, to his okay, own doctor. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, because, you know, James so Dolan had to be in the room. coming out? <laughs> James Dolan was like it. outside the hospital room, just like you know, like panicking with the contract ready. It doesn't yeah. matter if he tore his Achilles; he's still going from a contract. Because James Dolan's an idiot. He's like, you ready to sign? The Knicks organization. Watch is, out, Tony! You'll be banned for life. Whatever. Talking Ban like me that. from Madison Square Garden for life. I don't have any plans on going there. It's just the Knicks are going to be so bad well, for the, the next ten years. The Rangers are in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'll catch the games at Prudential. <laughs> I don't have the money to go to Madison Square Garden. That's fair. The Knicks are going to be so bad for the next few years, John. 
You uh, must. You can't wait for get, that. No, we're getting R.J. Barrett, man. Think oh man, all, all of your he's gonna change problems have been cured. Fucking pick because they're I'm, stupid. I'm going to laugh when the Bre- when the Nets are a first round exit with Kyrie Irving being a locker room cancer like he's been the past. They're gonna two get years. farther than you. Mm. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather intern not, Tom with a zinger. I'd rather not make the playoffs than be a first round exit every year. Like I you hate. Guys are gonna wh- be for why do people say? Why do they say I'd rather miss the playoffs than be a first too. round exit? Because it's you. ridiculous. Like, what's the point of like you either be at the bottom or like meander around at the in the middle? What's how, the point? How long the Knicks been at the bottom? About nineteen years. You're probably praying for a first round exit. No. You would love to see playoff basketball I've at Mass Square Garden. I've seen too much like first-round exits from the Knicks and the Jets. I, I would, I would the trade Mets these bad seasons shit. of the Giants and Devils. to. I would pray for a playoff game and a first-round exit. No. I don't. It's just more fun than watching a team lose uh, every year. I wouldn't agree. No. No. no I'd rather lose and get higher draft picks and get a every year. Oh, we're in the playoffs. Psych. But, but like, it doesn't matter if every year you get all these first-round draft picks and they don't amount to anything. You don't get it because at least if you're a Knicks fan, you like – this is the, like this is what we delude ourselves into, all right? If you're consistently bad, you can have the optimism of eventually becoming good. You know, build through the draft and all of that. But if you're like a team that meanders around in the middle, like let's say the Hornets, right? They're gonna be garbage, not even making like the eighth, ninth seed for the next like five years if they max Kemba Walker. And there's no way to improve. There's no way out. At least there's a potential stairway for us to climb out of the soul. But see, we're the Knicks, so we probably won't. See, I, I, I but, understand. You know, you get what point. I'm coming from. But Tony, what I want to say about your whole drafting, about the first pick, about like the the high picks, the NBA drafts a completely different animal because like anyone can get any pick. So I mean, in in recent history, the Knicks have kind of gotten shafted, right? Exactly. In in the draft, so it's like Zion. they've just had bad luck so, with that. But then also. But then would you really want to trade all that to possibly get the number eight overall pick? At a shot? Yeah. No. Then just consistently lose? They know they don't have a shot. If you get to the playoffs, you have a shot. The Clippers somehow took two games against the the Warriors. No, two games, and, and that series was never in doubt, though. I, every time, I was like, oh, they got a game? Good for them. That's going to be really nice for them in free agency as a marketing like pitch. Yeah. That's it. Now that, but the Knicks have no marketing pitch in free agency being oh, a bottom we have, tier no, team. We're, we're going to their be pitch, taking this Their next pitch season. is MSG, you know, the bright lights of New York, it's blah, blah, brand. blah. But it, yeah, it's the brand. But here's the thing, but no one wants to go there, obviously. Yeah, their brand doesn't mean anything anymore. I Not think anymore, no, because in the age of player empowerment, so you literally you have nothing. Kawhi in Toronto or Paul George in OKC, and you'll still sell millions on your on your shoes. So a first-round exit... The stars are, like, where it is. So a first-round exit would give you more than you have right now? No, I like... Here's what I'm saying. The first round exit to me is nothing. It's just like, why would I like? Why would I want scraps when being at the bottom for a little bit it at least gives me a glimpse of what's at the top of the table? You know what I'm saying? Because it gives me like hope that like maybe my team could get better. If I keep meandering around and losing in the first round for the next five years, I'm just like okay, a first round exit for you is a sign of improvement, a well, major one. Yes, I'm and it also not, might attract free agents you know more than what you can do now. Okay, but we're not. We shouldn't be talking in terms of the Knicks when we're talking about in terms of just any competent organization. Yeah. Any competent organization, you'd rather be like a team that's at the bottom for a few years, like the Hawks, and you know you're getting a couple top lottery picks, and then you have a core, you know, eventually contend with as long as you sign a free agent in a couple of years. It's just all about building through the draft. But the Knicks have been at the bottom for a very long time. That's organizational incompetence, man. That's all James Dolan. I need this man needs to sell the team. James Dolan, please 
settled with a goddamn team already. It's because right now their sales pitch is basically we might attract a superstar. That, no, no, anyone else? Like if if we had someone else at the top, we could get like we'd be getting these free agents. I hope you realize if we had. No, you wouldn't. Yes, we. Like, listen, it's all the front office, man. If you do like you know, cleaning house. There's no reason, like, stars wouldn't want to come to, like, New York over, like, L.A. New York's a great market. It's, like, the mecca of basketball, man. All the history. That used to mean, one, they're not in the most historical franchise in the NBA. Two, that used to mean something in, like, the 70s and 80s, but they were still bad then. Three, they're not yeah, even they the best team in New York. They, they weren't the, bad in the 80s, were they, they? The Knicks were terrible in the was 80s, the yeah. 90, no, they were good in the 90s. Yeah, the for 90s like four years. Like, they couldn't finish. Made to the finals twice, lost in seven twice. Couldn't finish. Good when finish. was the last time the Knicks won? 99? Won a championship, 1974? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. When was the last time that's, the Nets won? That's rough. Other, they have not. Yeah. They've been it more recently than you, but... I mean, at least they've actually had a chance this year. And this this intern year, Tom this year with, you had a chance. Intern Tom with another This year, the Nets, that's a, the Nets had a chance, yeah. They, 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 no, Are you a Nets that's fan? A, that's the no. thing. I'm Are just you saying, a Nets fan? I don't I have to I pick don't, a team. Like, in the NBA, there's yeah. no such yeah. thing as making it to the playoffs and, yeah, you have a chance to possibly make it to the finals. No. Yeah. It's a league where the top, the teams at the top are going to make it to the finals nine that's times out of ten. That's just the way right yeah. now. Yeah. They're not with the Warriors anytime soon. But, John, you could say the same thing about years in the past, like when MJ repeated. I mean, I, I see a number set. I see a. I believe the Dallas Mavericks were, were they seven seed the year they won the championship? Mm, they were low. I don't know if they yeah, were seven. Yeah, I, I see low. a Pistons team upset the Lakers in the finals. That's that's like the greatest. Like a, no, listen, like that was team. just a crazy run, and they were like the greatest defensive team of all time. They got in. They had a shot. And also, this like the Spurs are always there. There's there's always the teams Mavs were that a three seed. Rotate in and out. In, you in get in, NBA. you have a shot. No, but that's not the case. Like, if you're the Nets this year, there's no scenario where anyone sees the Nets making it past Toronto or Milwaukee. That there's just no world where that Nets happens. Nets players did. There's no world where that happens though, because the way the NBA works versus leagues like the NFL, if it's a seven-game series, the team with the most talent is going to come out on top nine not times always. out of ten. Nine it's times, nine out, of times ten. out of ten. That one time yes. out of ten is a shot. And the one time out of ten it's happens true. every yeah, twenty kinda, years. Here's the thing. Like the one time out of ten happens every twenty yeah, years. I mean, like, it's like I the understand your point. The Warriors. I understand like, your point, Tony, about like what you're trying to make. That's kind of like a reach saying, like, oh, yeah, like that one out of ten. Like, yeah, I understand that's a shot. But in reality, it's like if you just – I agree with I agree with John here. So like if you're just in and out of the playoffs every year, it's like – you're not doing yourself any favors franchise-wise. But oh, but listen, listen. I understand what you're saying because there are those teams that do go on those magical runs, which is great and all, but in reality, how many times we're going to see that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the one time should be enough that every time we get in is another shot. I, I, I don't know if I can agree with because, I mean, yeah, it's like the one time, but that's that one time. Besides that, it's, it's historically and numbers-wise, it's just it doesn't happen. Yeah. And you can draft – being a first-round exit for success in the future. You don't need a top-ten pick. Yeah, necessarily. I look at that Toronto Raptors team, and I prove that to you. Okay, but if if that's the case, then why is this team a constant first-round exit? Toronto's in the championship. No, I'm not saying Toronto. Toronto's I'm in the Eastern Conference this, Final this, last year. this hypothetical team that we're talking about. If you're a team with constant first round, like you, like we're talking about a team that, for, like, would you rather be at the bottom for five years or would you rather be a first round exit for five years? Clearly, these draft picks ain't shit. At like at after the lottery, and you're not improving. Well, that's, and that's not why they're, true. Like, they're, these teams aren't improving. If your team scouts correctly, you can find a superstar at ten through twenty. 
Where was Giannis drafted? 13, no, 15. Yeah. yeah. I, but it's a crapshoot, the draft. That's what I'm saying. You if could, you, you have find the right someone scouting. in the second round. No, no, the NBA draft is a crapshoot. There, there isn't. Un, I don't think I there's feel a, like a lot of drafts are crapshoots. Uh, like it's not I don't just know. I feel like I feel like the NFL draft. I think the NFL is one of the biggest the ones after the ten. Thing. And I feel like, and I feel like you can really get good players, especially that fit your system late in the round. So you know wait, what I'm saying? You're yeah, just yeah, content yeah, with I mean, Thompson. There's as always the lineman that you want to draft later. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and they can improve your. But you're telling me, sorry, but you're telling me. And honestly, you can find pretty high numbers. There's a lot of dudes who aren't first-round picks at play in the NFL, but you're telling me in the NBA, there, there's a handful of guys who were drafted really late in the first round or like second-round picks that are like all-stars. Yeah, but that's just because there's so many different positions in the NFL compared to the NBA. Like in the NFL, you have linemen that are system, offensive yeah. linemen. You have defensive linemen. You have linemen that are specifically in yeah, it's all teams. it's all system. Fit. Exactly. Yeah. So it's in the NBA, you have you know the point guard, the shooting guard. The yeah, it's like, it's not the same thing. You don't really have a special teams in the NBA yeah, as no, much as you do in the NFL. It's like a game on NFL. based on stars. That's it, pretty and, much. And then it's NFL, not you just stars, anyone. though. I, all-star teams are good, but they're not always what you need. I feel yeah. like we're really forgetting what the NBA was before this Golden State team. What? I, uh, I just feel like we're really forgetting what it was. LeBron kind of changed the league, It was, it was more of a though. chance for... Every team, every but, team to win the championship. Well, for the East, yeah, but you could say this, down like I was saying before, when MJ and the and Bulls the were on there. top, yeah. everyone was sick of the Bulls winning every fucking year and going to the championship every other year because they, all they all were stars. there. They, exactly, they were there all the time. But yeah, it's that always been a league run by all fades stars, away, and then a new team takes its place. Yeah, first. I feel like there's there's always a team for probably five years that is just. Monstrous. I mean, like, like, like look at like the Lakers. Look years. at the exactly. Lakers. Like, like, look at the Lakers a couple years ago. The Spurs. Ridiculous. With, with um, what's it called? And Kobe. With, with Kobe. Not even Kobe and Shaq. Like Kobe, Kobe Powell, uh, Derek Fisher. Then look at the Celtics when they had Pooh Pants, Paul Pierce. They had Ray <laughs> Allen, KG. Look at the look at the Heat. They only won one championship though, unfortunately. But they can. Yeah, it. but that's that's because um, they went to two. Yeah, they went to two, but they lost in, in the seventh game because like Bobby went off. But anyways. Um, and then, but I mean, honestly, the only team that I can really think of that like the two teams I can truly think of in maybe the past thirty years that like truly weren't filled with all stars were like those piss were, were the Pistons teams. And all of them. What about the bad boys? I'm saying the past like thirty years. Yeah, like uh, and the, yeah, that bad boys team still had all stars. Okay. Joe Isaiah Thomas. Mars, Isaiah I'm Thomas, just saying the the, the bad boy Pistons weren't within the last thirty years. Oh well, yeah. Okay, so 89. then them, the Pistons team that beat the Lakers. Oh, four Pistons, yeah. Yeah, and then and then the Mavericks. The 2011 Mavs, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, played great. You look at the NBA. The it's I feel like it's a dynasty, and then there's a like two years or three years where it's like teams that you don't really think will do a lot, but then there's not really that. Big team at the time, so weird teams get into the finals. That's why all the other leagues are way better to watch because it's like a new more team. more parody. Yeah, there's there's are new you, teams so every year. You're content with just hanging around the bottom five rather than going to the playoffs and getting eliminated. I, I'm, I'm like I'm not. I, like, I feel like my point's been a little bit misconstrued. Like I'm not. We're not content being at the bottom. We're all right with it for the hope of potentially like having a way to get better from being at the bottom. I'd rather be at the bottom, have a, like a bunch of first-round picks coming to me in the off-season that I could put my faith in, that eventually they'll be able to take us out of this hole. 
I'd rather do that than sign like a Kemba Walker and a Chris Middleton and be a guaranteed first round exit to Giannis, Kawhi, and right. whoever's at the top of the East. John, how every many year. years? How many years are you going to rebuild for though? You said you've been at the bottom of the league for like 19 but, years but now. You get it. How many? Because it's the Knicks. No, That's but I understand. No, John, John, it's the Knicks. It's the Knicks. But how many years can you honestly spend at the bottom of the league? Right now, you right say, now, I'd rather be the Nets than the Knicks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm not denying that. Because the Nets have potential to get better next year, and they have potential to pull in That's those what, free that's agents. Not what he, that's not what he's saying, and he's not just he's not just talking about the Knicks. He's saying yes. in general, there are teams that'll hang around about. Like, look at the Celtics when they lost Paul Pierce. Poo pants, Paul Pierce, KG, Ray Allen, like like they I were bad. Listen, listen, like, sh- listen, listen. They were bad for like two or three years. Like they were, they were like shit. Mm-hmm. But then they went out and they built in the draft and free agency and trade. So they do all that. But the thing, but then what you're saying about the Knicks, the Knicks are just poorly ran, and that's why they've been at the bottom of the league for so long. And you haven't shown anything to prove that you will get a superstar in the offseason. Like, the exactly. Brooklyn Nets that's have proved themselves. They made a first-round appearance. Right, I'm just saying, like, I understand if you're a rebuild team and you want to sit at the bottom of the NBA for two years, three years, get those draft picks, and then move on. That I get, because the Devils were in a very similar situation a couple of years ago, and they still kind of are rebuild. And the Rangers really are right now in a very big rebuild. Rebuild is okay. If you're in a rebuild and you're trying to just get a couple draft picks, trying to get wait for your farm system kids to come up and do good, then I get it. But if you're a team like the Knicks, where you've been down at the bottom for almost 20 years, you've been so bad that we don't remember a good Knicks team ever. Uh, you only have to look a few years ago when Melo took them to the second round. Okay, yeah, Melo. But that was a diamond in the rough. That, that's no, it. they they made, but that's like when Melo was like just falling out of like his prime, and they and they not only got Melo, but they also got like Amari. Amari. They were in a win now mentality, and it didn't work for him. Yeah, but that's just because everyone else was so stacked, the Knicks didn't play as well as everyone's hoping. But you do have to understand is that they made those moves, and that's when and that's when they were smart about it. But ever since then, it's like they've just been poorly ran. They've been in free yeah. fall, yeah. Well, it's then. because. To be fair, the kid took over, uh, James Dolan's kid, and he's just been running it like a complete idiot. Uh, listen, the, the main problem with the Knicks is, I'm going to like go back to what Kyle was saying about the Celtics. After that big three, the Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, that exploded, that blew up, they fell apart. Danny Ainge was able no, to re- he was able Dan- to rebuild yeah, the that's team. What, yeah, he that's what he was saying. It's either, that's the difference. Danny Ainge, like they knew they would be bad. But they still competed. But then, but then he realized, okay, this team with just a draft and trying to keep players. That's why they got rid of Isaiah Thomas, who stole the hearts of all the fans of Boston. They were like, you know what? This is for the better of the team. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love Isaiah Thomas? I don't. He's a pussy. Really? Yeah, he, like yeah. he's been crying about it for the past like the three Celtics fucking years. The Celtics were never that bad, his even after they got died. rid of Paul Pierce and Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like first Durant, round, second. That's first round, second round exits. When you look That's at, not good in my opinion. You but know what I mean? You, I'd rather have that than leave it up to a lottery. When you look no, at No, but that, okay, and I understand that and I'm agreeing with you, but you're you're misconstruing what John's saying because that's just how the Knicks have been trying to run their system. Yeah. What I'm saying is that's when you the look wrong at, way to run a system. When you yeah, look at a, he's saying that. When you look at a team like Kyle's like Celtics, right? They are skilled enough and are competent enough when it comes to the top of the front office that they are able to either rebuild or constantly retool their team into a path to contention within a few years. Now, they might have to suffer through a first-round exit or two for a year or so, 
But look, they were able to go from a first-round exit in, like, 2014, I don't know really specifically, to the Eastern Conference Finals in 17, and then trading Isaiah Thomas for Kyrie Irving, and, you know, making the Conference Finals last year, too. Now, things haven't turned out perfect for them, as you know, with Kyrie wanting to leave and everything, but, uh, yeah, I... That's just John, how it is. Just because a team has been good for years doesn't mean they can continue to be good. And just because a team has been bad for years doesn't mean they'll continue to be bad. It's all about knowing what pieces your team needs. If you're running a certain system, you need to be able to fit players into that system that they're going to win. The way the NBA is going right now, you need three-point shooters. that You can't win without them. I understand that. The It's... The Knicks aren't playing smart because they're just stupid. They've always been behind the curve. They never actually picked up players that will help their game. And they've always just been because horrible. Because of our front office. Yeah. We always go for the money shot. We always go for the big move. They go for the home run. Why don't, why don't, like, why don't we just uh, sign Amari Stoudemire to a max contract after, uh, he hurt his, like, after he hurt his knee? The only good move that they've made recently is drafting Porzingis. And even that then, was really they good now lost them. <laughs> And now they lost them. Exactly. The next time you have a first-round exit, you're never, ever, ever going to want to taste those lottery balls again. No, I don't believe that. I'll probably would rather be in the lottery. Because yeah. at least this way you have a lottery that was like, pick. That was, like, that was like when the Rams lost like the wild card game, like the Seahawks a couple years ago. And then like we got stuck with like the 18th pick. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I would have honestly rather been shitty and then tried to build the team to the draft. I, right. I, shit but, like that. Uh, my point is, John, how many years can the, the Knicks be shitty and you still want them to be shitty? Like, do you really not want a team that's going to the playoffs at least showing some signs of improvement? If every single year it's, oh, well, we're going to get these picks and we're going to be good next year. But then you get these kids who are really good, but there's one of them on your fucking team. And then that kid plays for two years and then leaves or three years or whatever we, the fuck. We saw it last year. We saw a team go to the first round, win a game, and then get eliminated in the first round and then miss the playoffs this year. I was so happy with I it last year. I don't care if it's a lottery. I don't care if it's even number one this year, even though it is. I would have loved to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, it would have been great. Just have a shot. Because you never as know. As long as you're playing, you have a shot. There isn't, though. There's not, because there's no, like, foreseeable future. There's no, like, scenario where the Orlando Magic upset Milwaukee or so we're Toronto. Just, so we're just throwing out that series. on any given day you could beat somebody. We're just throwing that out. No, you can, but I'm saying, again, the nine times out of ten, the series. odds. Exactly, nine the times odds. out of ten, it's not going to happen. But you if can't, like, the number, it's just no, it's numbers don't lie. Yes, right, there's always that they, magic team. No, no pun intended. <laughs> Obviously, there's always that special team that like that does it, and then it's a really cool story. But then, this nine is, times out of ten, out of those teams, what happens to them? Like, bro, but how do you explain the next round or two? How do you explain LeBron going? So wait, wait. Are we, LeBron James. are we declaring LeBron a second James. round? No, but that's one player, and he played no. against the cat, uh, the the Warriors. Not any player. I think the that's Eastern the Conference Finals. Right there. No, I understand that, but it's just it's just one player. I think play, teams shoot for the playoffs coming out of the gate. They don't shoot for a draft. No, a lot of teams shoot Listen. for championships, not playoffs. Uh, I think more teams shoot for playoffs than do for championships. Well, that's because they don't have their hopes high, and, I, I think, and they know that they don't have, and they know that there's more of a shot for them to make like the first round of the playoffs or the second round, but then not win the rest of the thing. And I think thirty NBA teams, I think six shot for a championship. I'm talking about the players on the team, six shot for a championship, twenty four shot for playoffs. Okay, but then out of those six teams that shot for a championship, how many do you think? How many are actually in the finals? Well, the two, two, but I think all six okay. could have made it. Okay, but then how many? 
No, what all six? Houston, Golden State, Toronto, Milwaukee, the Sixers, and I even throw the Celtics in there. Okay, those are all six. All right, I'm not going to count the Celtics because a lot of people thought they'd win the championship. So those five teams that you named, those are all successful seasons. Okay, and they're shooting for that championship. And if they lose in the Eastern Conference Finals or Western Conference Finals, in my opinion, like that's a successful season. If you're shooting for a championship, if if you're shooting, that's a, that's not what you want. That's successful. Like look like the Trailblazers, they were probably shooting for the postseason. This was a successful season. I think this is yeah. Successful this is an extremely successful season. You but no one, but no one. Magic. What? This was an extremely successful season for the Magic. No, because they were probably shooting for the playoffs. And okay, they got there. But then what? They lose in the first that's round. That's a success. That's a step forward. It's that's, not a step sideways. That's because their front office. I, I don't think it's a step goal. forward, though, because it's like you're just at a standstill. No, but any no, sign of progress st- is a step forward. I How understand bad that, but in reality, what's, it, what's this going to do for the next two years? Nothing. No, it, but they're building their It gives their our young players up. some playoff experience to take that next step. Okay, but how many of their young players are at their core? How many of their young players are going to be their core? How many are, like, are their core right now? That, that like, we're in the playoffs. Yeah, like Vucevic's not going to stay Vucevic, with that team. Vucevic Aaron Gordon isn't a young like player. 25. Mo Bamba, Markel Fultz, if, did he Mar- play? No, not at no, all. Not okay, at all. No, no. okay, Mo Bamba's the only Fultz guy I'll give you. Who else? I think Markel Fultz is part of that future core, yeah. I don't think he's ever going to uh, play As of right now, I'm not going to give that to you, but okay. Because you don't trade for a guy just to have him sit there. You trade for a guy at that well, age to be part that's of a long, future. That's like, that's like a long shot. That's a long shot. Okay, but okay. Even those two. Who else? I Magic roster. Aaron Gordon? Aaron Gordon has been on that team Evan forever. Evan Fournier, like DJ Augustine, Michael Carter Williams. Are these like, all the, been in the, like the people you're talking about? Right. So, but you, any playoff appearance for a team like that is a success. I think that was – who else lost? I think the Nets was a it was, huge success. A, that's year. a huge it's, success it's, for the it's, Nets. It's Don't get me wrong because they have a true young core. They have a true young team. But in reality, how successful was that season? Maybe not to them, but I'm saying in general. How successful was that season? For the Nets? I'm, I'm saying not to them in general. Hugely, did if in you would general. if you in, in general huge if you would have looked at me in October and said they would make the playoffs, I would have believed you, I, and I would the have Nets, said that. Yeah, I said the, they were going to be a six a or a five seed. Success for the Nets. I said they were going to be a six or a five seed. Right, but look at the Nets before they went to Brooklyn, and even while they've been in Brooklyn, they've been absolute dog shit. That's what I'm That's saying. I'm team. saying this is a successful season for the Nets for them, but in the long run, what's this going to do for them? They're it's about to lose their best player. And hopefully they're going to try and they're going to shoot for their lucky stars. Is that their best player? D'Angelo Russell. Is yes. it Jared? D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell by far. The All Star. Yeah. Yeah, he was like he was like a filling All Star. Okay, but D'Angelo Russell, he's going to leave probably if they're able to sign Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Now, now listen. Katie's hurt. They're they're stupid enough to sign them. They're not very random. The, they're not the Knicks. I think they're better than the Knicks. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, but they're still one of the teams that are interested. Yeah, it's literally a report that just maybe came not up. at a max. We don't know what the numbers they're interested at are. There was a max deal. They said the teams that are still pursuing KD for that max deal. I didn't see that. Where where right? is that, that from? One, is that what it's I just heard yeah. still pursuing yeah. KD. I didn't still hear for a max deal. The... No, just pursuing. Okay. Well, still, if they're able to get KD, that's great and all. But again, if they don't. And then they just signed D'Angelo Russell, and and Kyrie doesn't go there. What's going to happen then? What what did that do for them for the next two to three years? Who are they going to beat in the playoffs next year? Yeah, who are they going to beat? Like if they have like the same team, right? But you well, can't see, always just. They could beat anybody. Why can't they beat anybody? 
In sports, you can beat anybody. Because this is not Nine the times out of ten, you don't just beat anybody. No, but anybody. you can. The, yeah, I understand you can, and when you've made that point, and I've agreed with you, but then you also have to look at the side of the numbers where statistically that doesn't happen most of the time. This is not the NFL where the nine and seven it's not Giants just, can go it's out not of nowhere just the and make NFL. It's it. any sport. NHL. NHL has a not similar format that. to this. It's every sport. That's, but the nature of NHL hockey is, is so much different. If you're on a team, let's say you're playing for them that's a perennial eighth seed. Really, John, again, that's the second time. If you're on a team that's a perennial eighth seed, you're on the team. And you keep going back to the playoffs. Knowing you have a shot, would you rather just miss? Honestly, if I'm in the playoffs and I get my then bonus, you shouldn't yeah. be on the team. Oh, you'd rather miss? No, rather I said be... I'd rather be in the playoffs. Let's okay, have good. one guy on the team. But that's, then what about for the future of the franchise? The what about for the future of the franchise? What's that going to do for them to just keep making an eight seed for the next two to three fucking years? You don't know what's going to happen the next year. That's, you don't yeah, know. Somebody I'll, could get injured. You advance. I'll bet you they don't make the finals. I bet you they don't make the Eastern Conference we, finals. I don't know. I'll bet I, you right I, there now. There is no that's roster. I can't do without a roster for next season. With their roster right now, which is what they're looking like right now? Second round. Against who? That's who are they could beat, well, Say they're an eight seed. They, they could have beaten the Sixers this year. Say they're an eight seed. Who are they got to play in the first round? The Raptors or the Bucks? Kawhi gets hurt, they can win. Giannis gets hurt, see, they can win. See, now you're just now you're just throwing random things out no, there. but it's that, a that thing might that happen. can happen. And, exactly, it can happen, though. And yeah, that's and enough. And I've agreed with you, and I've said that. But you have to... Okay, but then what if he doesn't get hurt? Anybody? What if he doesn't get hurt, Tony? Do they beat the Raptors and the Bucks? Maybe what are you gonna give me a maybe? A really probably soft maybe? not. Exactly. That's what I've been saying. But that one percent chance is enough. And if you want your team to perennially not go in and out of the playoffs and just lose and be draft lottery, you're not a real fan. And you shouldn't be room for that team. That's not true at all. I, that's a hundred percent. You can be a true fan, but it's just your opinion of how you want the team to be ran. Your opinion is wrong. Every fan's no room for the team to make is the wrong. playoffs. That's why it's called an opinion. Every fan should be rooting for the team to make the playoffs every year. It doesn't matter what seat. Yeah, and I understand that. But what I'm saying is for the Nets case, it's not going to help them if they just keep being the eight seed for the next three years. It's not going to help them, in my opinion. Yeah, it'll give their guys time in the playoffs, but they're just going to lose in four or five games, maybe six if they're lucky. In all reality. Until they don't. When's that going to be? You don't know. I'm I don't the know. the same team right now. It's not going to happen. I'd rather have my team lose in the first round every year than be a lottery pick. Because the shot at it is enough. And I think every player in the league feels that way. And if you don't, then you shouldn't be playing. It's as simple as that. I agree with Tony. You shouldn't ever shoot for mediocrity. I can't say that word yeah. right. Mediocracy. But, yeah, there you go. You shouldn't ever shoot to be bad. You should always Those are shoot. the players on the team, not the fans who want the better for the future. If you yes. just see your team making an eight seed and you're like, okay, that's cool. We made the playoffs. Now what? We're just going to lose again. Like, look, at the, look at the Knicks. Look like, at the Knicks. Look at the Knicks. Okay, John. John, yeah. hypothetically. Mm -hmm. You know what, Antonio, I want you both to answer this. You got this. Now, with the Knicks team right now, you make the playoffs, are you happy? Yeah. Why are you not happy, John? Because this team is going to get demolished by, like, in four games by whoever, like, we're probably the eighth seed. Milwaukee destroys us in four games. Giannis dumps over Hazania again. Exactly. Now, what does that and do for the team? Holy I, shit, we took a huge step forward and made the playoffs. We got okay, swept. but then what, we I got just swept. don't think that would happen again, especially with these certain teams. They, the Nets played phenomenally this year with D'Angelo Russell, and that's the reason why they're in the playoffs. Now, they're on the brink of losing D'Angelo Russell. Because he knows that there's like no, no. future, and, and he's going to chase a bag somewhere else. I, I don't think it's as much D'Angelo Russell wanting to leave. I think it's the Nets saying, "Okay, you can leave." That's what I'm the saying. Nets aren't and then the Nets is that franchise if they realize that that's going to push them forward with D'Angelo Russell think, as the top of their team, and then they're saying, "Oh yeah, you guys can leave." 
That's how much they think of him. That's how much they think of this team that, okay, you know, we're still not going to win with them, so now we're going to go find other dudes. Exactly. They're trying to and improve. They're trying to improve by they, that. They wouldn't have been able to find other dudes if they didn't make the playoffs this year. Kyrie wouldn't be considering them if they didn't make the playoffs this year. Uh, yes, he would if they're going to give him all that money. But there's another organization out there who won more games, I guarantee you would give them that money. And why you look at them? Oh, they went to the playoffs this year. Yeah, and I'll, I'll agree with you in that point. But again, if, say, they don't sign Kyrie, what's that going to do for them? There's free agents every year that could say, hey, wait, look, they made the playoffs. Why would I go to them for the same gonna, money I don't for that team that didn't make the playoffs? I don't think those free agents that they could then attract are going to are gonna be able to push the Nets to that next level. You need it with the Nets, especially with that team. And we're just speaking about the Nets right now, yeah. not just any other team. With the Nets, you're going to need a dude like Kyrie. You're going to need a dude like KD. You need someone who can score on well, every I, I'm single fucking play. I'm a firm believer play. that if Kyrie's your best player, you're not going to win anything. Well, I agree with that, same too, with because Russell clearly, cause clearly clear with the players. Celtics. The Nets but, that's, but that's why this Thunder are going to possibly might win some, because now they have Paul George as their best player. The not Nets, either of them. I don't think they're the going to They don't work together well enough. enough. Yeah, I don't know, because Paul George did take the Pacers to the Eastern Conference Finals with a dog shit team. They went to the East Conference Final win. Twice. In Twice. a row. In a row? In a row? Yeah, yeah they lost LeBron the Who else did they have? They had like Roy Hibbert. George Hill, David Roy West, Hibbert Lance was Stevenson. Good. He was like above average. He had one good year, and then he fell off a cliff, Roy Hibbert. That yeah, was, and then who was else wild. was on the team? Like Danny Granger? Yeah, Danny Granger. No, David Lee. Wait, no, no, David, no, 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 no. He was, was Danny Granger. Yeah, Danny Granger you got. That was it. But uh, oh, they took the heat to seven that one. That's day. what I'm saying. Listen, because you can have a dude like Paul George, but then you're like, all right. Then there's also Russell. There's, I mean, no, there's also Russell Westbrook. Yeah. But now with the Nets, you say, okay, there's D'Angelo Russell. Who else? Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie's not going to win you a playoff game, dog. His with no, his but numbers, players like him will. Enough players like him will. Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Like no, like those dudes don't do it. How old Spencer Dinwiddie? Twenty three. I uh, couldn't tell 23 you. Twenty-three what? Twenty-three years old. Okay, but how? That's fine. But I no twenty-three-year-old anywhere in the NBA is winning he's you 20, a championship. He's twenty-six years old. He's twenty-six. Okay, maybe he's not winning a championship. Exactly. But I'd rather make the playoffs than be a lottery team every year. And hey, you listen, say that's your opinion, and that's fine. But that's why we just argued for thirty minutes about. I the same think topic. every fan should agree with that. I, or else you're just rooting for your team to be mediocre. No, you're rooting for your team to have a better future yes. and, and hopefully do it the but right way. But you're, draft you're picks don't for, add up to an automatic better future. Listen, you're rooting for your team to not be the Knicks because if the Knicks That's were That's literally what it is. You don't want to be the Knicks. If the Knicks were a team like the Celtics, who, like, they didn't even use all those draft picks that they had. They've just, you know, been very they strategic with their with asset management. You can rebuild or retool into a competitive franchise. I'm not saying being at the top, but, mm. you know... Maybe a second round team or something, you know, someone who's like always a challenge. But Why is the second and, round any better than the first round? The se- Magic won their division this year. The second round is much better than Who's the first in their round. division? Why? The it's, Heat and everybody like that. Exactly. At least, Dog shit oh, teams. Man, that's why they made the playoffs. That's right. Success, that's though. what we're saying about well, the no, first they, round. You can, you can win your division and miss the playoffs. Can you? Yes. Oh, yeah, because they made the playoffs and they were the seventh best team in their division. John. Okay, but again, I'm saying that's a success for them, but then they're not going to get over that hump. At least your team is making it to the hump. Because they're talking. Is what I'm saying. John just said that the second round isn't any better, or is better than the first round. Why is the second round better than the first round? And then he said because it shows improvement. at that point, apparently. Because it shows improvement. Might have gotten lucky in the first round then. What about that? Yeah, again, but see, that's what John said, but... 
I don't think that's important. I'd rather be I th- picking 20 than picking 6. I would rather... I, I like listen, An NBA draft, I yeah, want for the sure. Knicks to be either contending or I don't want them to be... I look at players in the be, like, numbers like that and they're good. They're there. It's not like they aren't To there. 6 or 20? 20. 20. Look, everyone who's, wants their... Who's got drafted like 20 there? Pascal Siakam was 27. Okay, but he's a guy Kawhi that Leonard the Raptors... Kawhi Leonard was also he's not a top guy, 10 pick. He's a guy that the Raptors were able to develop through the system. And that's what I'm saying. It's team by team. And that it's all different for each Learn team. Learn to draft mid-round and actually get a player development system. Actually build a team. Don't rely on your money in free agency and count a playoffs, uh, playoff appearance as a success. Because it is. Okay, but half the time, those mid-round picks, they'll become very average role players. But then you see a lot of guys... They can get like a better scouting 10. department. That can find players who won't okay, just become average you're like, players. You're like proving my point. It's all about different teams and how they run the teams. But then we just talked about different opinions about whatever before. About would you rather have that? But that's it's, it. All depends on the team. Like it all depends on the team and how they drive. The Raptors are a good organization. They they said okay, you know what? They cut their losses with Demar Derozan, which hurt. But then they went out and they got Kawhi Leonard. You know, that, and all that, these. Who guys, did that hurt? The city of Toronto. That's it. Demar that doesn't mean anything to that team. The fans, the fans, the fans don't mean anything to Toronto. No. That's what you're telling me. To the organization, no. If it did, they wouldn't have traded Demar Derozan. That's no, and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they cut their losses with Demar Derozan, and yet hurt as a fan probably. But then, in the long run, now they're probably going to keep Kawhi. Maybe and you know what? That's that's better. That's an improvement. A first round appearance is a success. Whatever. It is. I don't agree. Uh, what's for Orlando this year? I mean, we've that's been, a team. That's a singular team, not in general. Was for Detroit this year. I mean, we've looked at it for a team angle. in general. No, now, no matter what teams. team it is, if you've been dog shit in the past and you make the playoffs that year, it is a, it is a sign of improvement. So you're telling me the Celtics, who were just in the Eastern Conference Finals last year? Now listen, listen. Oh, they, they, were dog shit. They, were, they have dog not been shit. dog shit for the last ten years. They have never been dog shit in the last ten years. All right, but I'm not talking about dog shit team. I'm saying about teams in general because you're saying every team should want to do this. So you're telling me, me as a Celtics fan, I'm happy that they lost and they got fucking smoked in the second round by the Bucks when we just made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Would you rather than be dead last? Yeah, and get like that's Zion terrible. Williamson. Yes. You don't have I'd a first round have, pick. That's what I'm saying. Would you rather I'm, than be dead last? Yes, I'd rather have them be dead last than lose in the second round and get pumped by the Bucks and get a really good young player. Then that's player. just being a shit fan. It's not, not being a shit fan. That's my opinion no, because, on the matter. Yeah, that's that's, opinion. that's that's not being a real I, fan. Why not? Because you're, you're rooting for your team. So to you're lose? telling me. So you're telling me. I, I'm saying this isn't with them yet. With the Giants, you would rather make a wild card game, get like pick number what would it be like sixteen, maybe 15, yeah. 16, or possibly get one of the best players in the draft at say. Top five. Yes. Because I've seen teams from the wildcard round succeed. Whatever. And the chance to succeed outweighs any top ten pick. Okay. The opportunity is bigger. If you don't think that, you're just stupid, I guess. Yep, I'm stupid. Let's move on. Let's talk about teams that took that chance and ran with it. Let's look at the NHL playoffs. Uh, the Blues, last place. January. January. That was worked. fantastic. Chance to succeed. Yeah. You what know why, Stanley right? Cup? No, it wasn't because of that. It's because of They're going to the Stanley Cup. Boris. Okay. Boris is the heart of that. Boris only team. showed up in the playoffs. Boris was there the they whole time. They were the last time, place team. They, they yeah, but they in got the NHL. they got hot at the right time. Teams lost at the right time. They right. Uh, luck helps. Luck helps. Luck does help. But I'm sure there were plenty of people thinking, oh, we should just tank and try to get that last place. Yeah, there probably were people that. But now the fact that that luck helps, 
You know what I'm saying? Right, but it wasn't just luck. It was also skill, and it was that That's team. That's what I'm saying. They had, got hot at the right time. And you I, root for I, a team to get eliminated. You root for a team to make the playoffs until they get eliminated. Exactly. That's I, I root for the Devils to make the playoffs every single year until fucking February. I was rooting for a three and fucking, seven Giants so team rather, last year to win So out. you would have rather had them make the playoffs this year than get Jack Hughes? Yes. Yeah, Hall would have resigned by now. Mm, I don't know. I would have rather had Jack Hughes. Than no, I would 100% rather have made the first round of the playoffs because that shows that our team is now consistently making the playoffs and it would draw more talent in. I think the number no, one draft not with pick, the Devils because the Devils not have historically not been that bad in my opinion and that they could like they've they're good enough to sign talent but no one wants to go not, to New Jersey. Not in the last six years they haven't. No, in the last six years they haven't made the fucking playoffs. Last year was the first time. Was it? Well, I don't know shit about hockey, so I'm just talking out of my ass right now. I'm being last, honest with you. Last year was the first time in six years that they went to the playoffs. It was finally showing that the rebuild was over. We're making it to the okay, playoffs. Yeah. We were hoping to be a consistent playoff team and draw more talent in. But that fizzled because Hall got hurt. A lot of people on our team got hurt. We were playing with basically our AHL fucking roster. And we ended up third last in the fucking in the whole NHL. Yeah, then you end up getting Jack Hughes. And yeah, we're gonna get Jack Hughes. That's great. What if and they now, what if they next don't draft year, Jack Hughes? Then they're gonna draft Capital Caco. I trust the scouting department. Oh I, yeah, so yeah. would I. I, I mean, completely that's just trust the team and the and what they decide. The team, the coach, the the scouting department. If they see something in Hughes that they don't think is right, then. What a, who am I to argue with that? Yeah, I haven't no, watched I, I agree with you, yeah. the thousands of hours of fucking hockey that this kid has played. From But they've had their eyes on this kid since he was like 13. Yeah, no, understand. The Blues squand, uh, squandered their fucking opportunity. Oh, yeah, they're oh, going to lose the series. Oh, well, you know who fucked lose. the Blues? You know who fucked the Blues? Who? John Hamm. How? Shaved his, shaved his playoff post. beard. Yeah. And the St. Louis Post. Who put out the, the thing saying... That was fucked. We're yeah, they didn't even apologize. You no. see what they said? They said, we just wanted the fans to see what it what it could possibly be like. No, that's not how yeah, that like works. you got to wear that one. you got to be like, you know what? That's our bad. Yeah, they, they just got to brush it off, and now fans are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's about to happen. And then they get shit pumped. You know who fucked the Blues? Our podcast. We all said the yeah. Blues were going to win. And it's not over. The Blues are going to lose. Yeah. It is not. Wow, Tigers blew a 2 nothing lead. Listen, both teams at this point are even home and away. That's why this Game seven's going to be sick. Game seven's going to be fucking wild. I... Bennington after a loss. Death taxes and Bennington after a loss. Yeah, honestly, it's... Uh, that's going to be Listen, tough to beat no, Boston it's... in Boston, though, Game 7. No, but Boston in Boston. The Blues have won the same number of games in Boston. No, that... no, As I, Boston has in St. Louis. I understand that, and Louis. I know that, but it's what I'm saying... It's fucking crazy. That's what I'm saying. This is going to be such a good game, because, like, yeah, it's going to be tough to beat Boston in Boston, but this series has been so 50-50. Like, I was listening to a podcast today, and they were saying, like, the Blue... Like, at this point in the series, how the series is going, it'll be like Duke-UNC, where, like, where, like say they play a thousand times... Like the Blues might have a a better save percentage by like two percent, shit like yeah. that. Or like, or like oh, the yeah. Bruins might have like two more goals. Like that. That's why this is such a good series. It's gonna be insane to see what ends up happening. I don't. I have no fucking clue. Like, yeah, that's why I, it's I can be flip awesome. a coin and that'll decide who's gonna win this. Flip this, a coin and tell me this fucking. I don't have a coin. Well, whatever, dude. No, you're a liar. <laughs> no, he's a liar. Trish does it. Liar. Certified it's, liar. It's honestly like it's just crazy to see these two teams and liar where they're at going to Game Seven, and it's just it's it's anybody's game in my opinion. The last away team to win Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Final was. Fuck. Florida Panthers. Colorado. They've never won a Stanley Cup. 
No, Colorado won it at home. The Mighty Did Ducks. They? No, Mighty Ducks no, lost Mighty to New Ducks Jersey. Lost. Okay. Um, That's la- I think they're the last team to win Game Seven at home. It might have been uh, Pittsburgh. Probably versus Detroit. <laughs> it's there's nothing better than Game Seven in the Stanley oh, Cup. Oh, Game playoffs. Seven in, in the Stanley Cup Finals is insane. Oh, for sure, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be nuts. The house is gonna be rocking. Playoff and, hockey's electric. Oh, it's amazing. It, it, hockey during the playoffs. Oh, the last road team to win was the 2011 Boston Bruins. Uh oh. Oh. Last home team to win was the 06 Carolina Hurricanes. Oh. See, yeah, but the Bruins are home. <laughs> So we'll it's hard to win Game Six on the road and then Game Seven at home. Exactly. I don't think it's you been. Think so? I don't think it's been done. The Bruins you, were the last team to do it. Why do you say that? Why do you think it's hard? Like I'm just asking. Like I don't. Energy know. in the building in Game Six that that team can win the Stanley Cup. Huh. It's it's so hard to walk into an opposing building with the cup on the line and win. Are you talking about the Blues? I'm talking about the the Bruins going into game six. Oh, no, but you you said it's so hard to win seven at home after six away. That's what you said. Uh, It's hard to win them both. It's hard to win six and seven with six on the road. Just because it's emotionally draining? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're you're in that kind of situation, like, you got to remember the players, a lot of them can hear some of the fans. It it favors uh, if you win game six on the road, you're going to win game seven at home. It favors them. It's just winning game six on the road is so tough. The yeah. Bruins did it. The Penguins did it. The Avalanche did it back at a one. It's it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen because it's completely insane that the Blues are in the position they're in right now. That the Bruins are have now brought it back home for game seven. The I think the home ice advantage will definitely be a factor in this game, but I don't know how much it will play. Because I feel like this Blues team is determined no matter what. They're not going to let... Yeah, but John Hamm and the St. Louis Dispatch, fuck them. No, I understand. Their luck is not on their side. Also, the Bruins actually might have David Ortiz in the building. Waving the flag. It's either going to be David Ortiz or Tom Brady. Or Bobby Orr. But If it's David Ortiz and the guy that I know is going to throw a lot of money on the Bruins. David Ortiz died, man. Dude, no. Shut your He's mouth. Stunt he is fucking Dominican Moses. He's not dying. <laughs> the guy who shot you know that that was an alleged affair with the lady? That yeah, like they he, weren't even hundred percent sure if it was No, like it wasn't like it like they came out and they're like, Yeah, it wasn't true, but like the drug lord thought. Do you know how much of, of, of a nutsack that David Ortiz has to have hearing about an alleged affair and people told him beforehand that your life is in danger and he goes out to a bar in the Dominican Republic? Or he knows he's not going to get touched because he's like, I'm the fucking man. And then got shot. You know what's yeah. it's No, that guy was a pussy, dude. He shot him. In the back. In the back. Well, away. David Ortiz has been complaining about security down there. All right, hot take. Has, hot take. Head. I feel bad for the guy that shot him. That's oh, a, he's going to get murdered. Whoa, whoa. All right, because, because, listen, he was an off-duty cop. Now, he's stuck in two situations where the drug lord's like, all right, you owe me a favor. Now you owe me go death. shoot. Yeah, no, listen, like like go go put it like I'm putting a hit on David Ortiz. But then he's also in the same situation where he's like, fuck, it's David Ortiz. Alright, obviously I don't feel bad for him. No, but he like, doesn't actually live there, David Ortiz. No, he lives, he lives in, in Miami. Miami. Yeah, but he should have just stayed in Miami. Yeah, he should not go back to the Dominican not for Republic. a little bit. I feel like no matter for where you are, while. you're not gonna be hundred percent safe. Because you know, there's always uh, no in Miami. You'll be. Fine. I think he'd be more, way more safe in Miami. No, he'd than the be DR. more. He'd be more safe in Miami than the DR for sure. But I feel like no matter where you go, if once you pissed off a drug lord, you are kind of you know fucked. Well, we got a uh, my laptop's dying, and oh, it's been an hour. 
Oh boy. So we're still talking. So we talked about. Does anybody have a that. final score for this Blues Bruins game? Is anybody bold enough to put that out there? Three two overtime. Oh, Blues oh, win. Oh, Bobby seven overtime. Blues win. Yeah. Who's scoring? You don't know anybody. Uh, Tarasenko. Ooh. Fuck you, Perone. Fuck you. I know my blues. David I'm a blues Perone fan. was the second guy. Perron is his Perron, name. Perron, Perron, Perogi, whatever. 100% of the blues teams that seven. won game seven in the Stanley Cup final. No one, got that, meme re- no one <laughs> got that meme reference. <laughs> what do you know? No one got my meme reference. What'd you say? I, I said Perone, Perron, Perogi. Okay, blues go Blues in seven. You know the one with like LeBron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You got a score? I don't even want to I think guess. I, this might be a double triple overtime game. That's what I'm thinking. Oh my god. It might I'm really be this. it Shades might be of Jason Arnott against the Dallas Stars. Might be 1-1 or nothing. What if it's like 0-0 zero, zero going it, into overtime? That's what I'm thinking. It might be 1-1 one, one or nothing nothing going I, into I, overtime. What if it's a blowout? That'll be I so anticlimactic. I can't tell you the last game 7 of the Stanley Cup final that went to overtime cuz I don't know. I well, do no, not know. Yeah, cuz Arnott's was a game, game six. 6 and Patrick Kane's was a game 5. I should have lost that on purpose. <laughs> Brought do it, it for the fans. I say, I say two nothing, Boston Bruins. Boo. Oh fuck Boo. the Bruins! One goal and then an empty netter at the, Boo. End. At the end. I don't know. I'm with Kyle. I think it's gonna go OT. My I think I think it's gonna be nothing, nothing going into OT, and the final score of this game is gonna be one nothing, the Blues. Give me a Johnny on a score. I'm not touching that with okay. a ten foot pole. Give now, me a, now playoffs. It's still three three, right? No, it's five on it's five. It's five five for okay. as long as they want. Okay. Yeah. All right. Give me a player from each team to score the game winning goal. Okay. Tarasenko, and for the Bruins, Chara. Oh wow. my god! That would be just they a would be big building the statue immediately. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's like one of the only dudes I know in the Bruins. Well, um, Krug, I know Krug too. That's the dude that. Well, went how about the guy that speed. made the save, McAvoy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a sick save. A part of me wants to say uh, Maroon and uh, Johansson, but no. Yeah. I'm well, not that's because they're that. former Devils. That's why I want to say it, but I'm not going to do that. I uh, think Patty Maroon will have the assist on the game-winning goal. I think for the St. Louis Blues, the game-winning the game-winning goal will be scored by Alex Petrangelo, the captain of the Blues. And for the Bruins, the game-winning goal will be scored by Noel Achari, assisted by hot John take, Moore. Hot take. Boris scores a game-winning goal. Hits Boris going court. in the cup if they win. Just saying. He has to get bathed in that cup. Did you see the youngest baby ever to be in the cup? 20 minutes old. Yeah. That's gross. How is that possible? That is it shouldn't fucking, be allowed. That is who fucking that? gross. It's like they just had it right into the Yo, cup. Yo, you know the, like, the guy, YP, who like owns Boris, like he has to have a date with the cup. Like, that just has to We're happen. We're not going to day. We're just going to get put pores in it. No, he has to have a deal. He's going to get invited to the locker room where the cup is, and, and they're going to put Boris in it. Boris is going to get all sticky from all the champagne, and then yeah, Boris is going to need a bath. All right, so we're going to end every episode like we do with some hot takes. Who has one? You got to let us know, like, yeah, beforehand. Oh, you, you no, that's like, not the point of hot takes. They got to be off the top of your head, and they got to be flaming. Hot take, hot take. John, you go. Clay Thompson's going to drop 40, force game seven uh, Thursday night. You'll see it. A hood 40 or a 40? He's going to drop 40. A hood 40 is 39. Then you tell everyone in the hood that you scored 40 <laughs> points. <laughs> Fred Van Vliet with a triple double in game six. That's and not that's your wait, triple double how? Uh, points are real or points and steals? Points, assists, steals. Fuck yeah. That's tight. <laughs> Trish? Uh, I honestly think Kawhi is just going to drop like 50 fucking points and win this in the Oracle. Pascal Siakam. It's the last game in Oakland. Pascal yeah. Siakam goes off again, drops 30 points. 
But spicy pig. But but Warriors forced that game into overtime. Whoa! Then Draymond Green hits the game winning three. Damn. Really? No Quinn Cook? No, nah, he's wet, wet, though. All right, so we'll see you. Uh, I don't know when. Eventually. Oh, we'll Eventually. see you. See you when I smell you. Yep, so enjoy the ending of the Stanley Cup Finals and the NBA Finals. St. Louis, we're sorry if we jinxed your team. Yeah, uh, not nearly as much as the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. No, we jinxed them worse. Uh, laptop's at 1%, so we got to call it a night. Good night.